Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Margaret Pendo, and today I have the honor of introducing you to Austin Tomlinson. Austin graduated with distinction in 2020. Oh, wait, I'm just going to start over. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Margaret Pendo, and I have the honor of introducing you to Austin Tomlinson. Austin graduated with distinction in 2006 with a degree in international communications and Italian studies. After graduating, Austin actually worked for Franklin for about eight years, working as both an admissions counselor as well as director of alumni and parent relations. Now, Austin is a senior director of alumni relations at INSEAD in Singapore, which is the world's number one business school as ranked by the Financial Times. I'm super excited to share a bit of his story with you guys here today and officially welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Margaret. It's great to be with all of you and great to be back with the, the Franklin family virtually. I really, really miss everyone. So great yeah, to be here. I, I'm excited. So I would love to kind of learn more about what you're doing today as the Senior Director of Alumni Relations, specifically for INSEAD and what it's like day to day in that position. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, I moved to Singapore seven years ago uh, for my job with INSEAD. And actually, INSEAD is quite a bit like Franklin, um, similar in the sense that both institutions are relatively young. So INSEAD is 60 years, a little more than 60 years old, um, super international, and I would say very, very entrepreneurial. And INSEAD, similar to Franklin, I would say is really built on the, the values and principles of bringing people together from around the world to learn from each other. Um, so when I left Franklin seven years ago, uh, it wasn't obvious as to, you know, where, where would I go after, you know, Franklin, such an amazing place and experience, um, but INSEAD has, has turned out to be an amazing fit for me. Um, so yeah, in my, in my role uh, here at INSEAD, uh, basically I'm leading INSEAD's alumni engagement activities. So INSEAD has 60,000 alumni in 175 different countries. So different from Franklin in that the alumni community is much larger, um, also very global, similar to Franklin's. Um, the advancement team, which I'm part of at INSEAD, is made up of about 60 people. Uh, whereas when I was working in advancement at Franklin, um, the team was only made up of about four people. So I would say, you know, one big difference is just sort of the, the scale of the programs. Um, but, but yeah, so in, in my role, um, basically my, my team and I were responsible for developing projects and programs which help strengthen the relationships between the alumni and the school. Um, and so, you know, that could be things like lifelong learning programs, alumni events. Uh, INSEAD has a very extensive network of alumni volunteers all over the world. And so we work together um, with those volunteers to, to help organize activities all around the world, uh, which help strengthen alumni engagement in, in a given year. Um, we have about a thousand events taking place annually uh, around the world for our alumni. So there's, there's a ton of activity. Um, in, in terms of, you know, what is the day to day look like? Um, so the team of alumni relations at INSEAD is made up of eight people and everybody on the team is a different nationality. So you're oh, wow. a very, very diverse group of people 
Um, INSEAD has campuses in Singapore, uh, Abu Dhabi, the United Arab Emirates, Fontainebleau, France, and in San Francisco. And my team, I have people in Singapore, Abu Dhabi, and in France. And so, you know, even before the pandemic, we were very used to, to working um, remotely. So, yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's super interesting. interesting. Very international, very fast paced, very dynamic. Um, I've had lots of opportunities to grow and just learn a lot of new things. So it's, it's super cool. Yeah, that sounds super cool. And I mean, the biggest benefit of us all, in my opinion, is that you get to live in Singapore. And I was kind of hoping that you could give us some insight about, you know, what it's like to be an expat in Singapore and just what you've liked about it so far. Yeah, sure. So, um, so I, I would say the the best thing about my move to Singapore has been that I met my wife here in Singapore. Oh, uh, so I moved, moved here seven years ago initially, obviously for the job with INSEAD, uh, and then shortly after I arrived, I met my wife uh, Winnie, and we have two boys now, David and Noah. They're three and four. So, so clearly, like that's been the best part about the the, the move to Singapore. Um, but Singapore is an, an amazing place to live. When I, you know, as, as you know, uh, Lugano is also an amazing place to live and not an easy place to leave. And when I was working at Franklin, I, well, when I was studying at Franklin and then working at Franklin, I, I really felt like I was going to stay in Switzerland the rest of my life. I just, I had a hard time imagining like, how could I leave Lugano and Switzerland? It's so amazing and so beautiful. And so, um, yeah, and after, you know, spending quite a bit of time in Europe with Franklin and some other experiences I had, I really sort of saw myself in Europe for a long time, never really saw myself living in Asia, but then this opportunity presented itself. And of course, in you know, the true Franklin spirit, I seized the, the opportunity and it's, it's, it's been amazing. Um, but, you know, in terms of, you know, what is life like in Singapore, um, it's, so, it's interesting because the first time that I came to Singapore was in 2013 uh, and I was only here for like 12 hours. I was visiting some Franklin friends in Jakarta and in Tokyo and on my way back from Indonesia, I stopped in Singapore for a 12 hour layover, like went outside of the airport, ran around. I was like, oh, this is a pretty cool place. I said, I could live here. And, but what, what, I, what I remember, what really struck me about it was it reminded me a lot of Switzerland. And, and actually the way that I often describe Singapore to people is it's kind of like a tropical Switzerland. <laughs> um, so Singapore, uh, is, uh, is very multicultural, similar to Switzerland. So they have, uh, four official languages, uh, in Singapore, like they do in Switzerland. That's kind of funny. Uh, so Mandarin English, Tamil, and Malay. Um, it's super, super clean, like Switzerland. Uh, it's very well organized. Um, I would say just in general, the quality of life is very high. And Singapore is actually a relatively young nation as well. I think it's a little more than 60 years. And one thing that a lot of people don't know about Singapore is when they founded Singapore as a nation, they actually sent a lot of people to Switzerland to learn how they built Switzerland and just like, you know, what worked and what didn't work, what works and what doesn't work in Switzerland. 
Um, so yeah, there's a lot of a, a lot about Singapore that reminds me of Switzerland, but of course it's also very different as well. Um, you know, it's 29 degrees, 30 degrees Celsius, pretty much 365 days a year. So we have a swimming pool that we can swim in pretty much every day of the year, which is pretty awesome, especially for somebody like myself who's from Minnesota, where I grew up with about six months of winter per year. Um, it is, um, it's, it's, Singapore is just super dynamic. I mean, if you, if you read up about the history of Singapore, 60 years ago, most people didn't have running water in Singapore. And now like Singapore is one of the most modern nations in the world. So just like, you know, amazing infrastructure, um, a very, very high standard of living, uh, especially, you know, if you look at countries, neighboring countries like Indonesia and Malaysia, I mean, it's just like this island of sort of prosperity compared to the rest of the world. And um, a lot of because because Singapore is such a well functioning country, um, uh, a lot of multinational corporations you know, choose to set up their regional headquarters for Asia Pacific and Singapore just because everything is work, everything works, um, and uh, yeah, it's just a very a very a very good place to be based out of. So yeah, there are lots of companies from all over the world. Um, that you know, all, most of the major tech companies from all over the world have their Asia Pacific headquarters uh, here in Singapore. Um, so yeah, very very diverse, um, very dynamic, uh, very clean. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I can't really say enough wonderful things about Singapore. And I'm actually a, a permanent resident here in Singapore. Um, so. My my wife and I definitely uh, see ourselves here indefinitely. That's amazing. And so, how did you and your wife meet? Actually, um, we actually we actually met at our church. Um, so we go to a church called uh, Cornerstone Community Church. It's a non denominational church. And uh, basically, um, you know, I didn't. I, I knew one person when I moved to Singapore. That was a Franklin alum, and um, I have a cup. My a couple of friends from Franklin who were living in Jakarta at the time, they had visited Singapore quite a few times and they had visited this church uh, that my wife and I go to Cornerstone and they're like, Oh, you should check out this church. It's a great community. And so when I moved here, I went and basically met her my first week and you know, the rest is history. That's amazing. And is she originally from Singapore or yeah, she's, yeah, she's Singaporean. Um, so born and raised here but very much an international Singaporean. She studied, uh, she did her undergraduate degree at Cornell in New York and then lived in New York and Hong Kong and has sort of worked all over, traveled all over a lot. So we're kindred, kindred spirits in that sense. That's amazing. That's kind of funny that um, Franklin, like fellow Franklin students had also learned about that church too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Franklin, again, I think obviously the, the alumni network is small-ish with only, I think, around 5,000 or 6,000 alumni these days. Um, but what I often tell students and alumni is I think for most people, their time at Franklin was really probably like the highlight of their educational experience. And so you have this in common with other people and, uh, you know, even though there aren't many Franklin alumni here in Singapore, um, the, the community was just like super helpful and welcoming. And yeah, it's pretty, pretty awesome. 
Yeah, that is really cool. I didn't realize how warm it was all year round. That's pretty yes. phenomenal. <laughs> yes, it's summer 365 days a year. So that is amazing. And yeah, so I, Singapore is one degree north of the equator. So yeah, very, very tropical climate. That's nice. That's very, very nice. And so I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about alumni engagement and just your thoughts because you throughout your time at Franklin you had a lot of innovation and a lot of creativity in terms of kind of renovating our alumni engagement programs and I was kind of wondering how being a student for Franklin helped give you insight into creating deeper engagement for alumni and how that helped you or you know what was that like you know that perspective Yeah, so I mean, I think you know, having been a student at Franklin uh, for four years definitely just gave me a very good understanding of you know what Franklinites are like and what they like and what they don't like. And Frank, I just I absolutely adored my time at Franklin. Uh, so you know, transitioning from a student to staff member, it was a, I would say a very easy transition, and I, I felt. And just so connected to the community. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, I think having been a student really helped me out a lot. Um, and yeah, do, do you want me to share a little bit about um, just some of the work that I was doing when I was the director of alumni yeah, and parent relations? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So when I uh, when I took over as the director of alumni and parent relations, um, I would say Franklin's advancement activities were going through a pretty big transition. You know, given the fact that Franklin is a relatively young uh, institution, I would say it's probably been really just within like the last fifteen or twenty years that the university has invested more in engaging alumni but when shortly after i was appointed as the director of alumni and parent relations franklin hired bob pallone um, who was the former vice president for advancement uh, at franklin and bob um, was originally from the u.s and he had worked in institutional advancement so when we say institutional advancement we mean like alumni engagement and fundraising so bob had um, basically spent his entire career in advancement, uh, working for top institutions in the U.S., such as the University of Pennsylvania uh, and Bates College. And so he had a ton of great advancement experience. Uh, I didn't have any advancement experience at the time, but what I did have was a lot of experience with Franklin. I had been um, a student for four years, and then I had worked in the admissions office for two years. And so Bob and myself, um, as well as Diana Tadolbi, uh, who's still at Franklin, uh, and a couple other staff members, and then of course, you know, many um, enthusiastic alumni volunteers. I would say during my sort of six-year run as the director of alumni and parent relations, did a lot of really cool and interesting things um, to take engagement to to new levels. And you know, I would say one of the one of the programs that we introduced was an annual global uh, alumni and parent event program. And prior to that, I would say Franklin was probably organizing one or two gatherings per year. Um, But we eventually were on a schedule where we were running close to eight to 10 uh, big, big big-ish events um, 
each year around the world. And, you know, I think one of the things that I saw from my experience as a student is, you know, because most people have, you know, just this really amazing connection to Franklin and the community, they really want to gather together with other Franklinites. And so I felt like, you know, one of the things that was going to be just foundational was bringing together our communities in different cities around the world on a regular basis to connect with each other and to connect with the university. Um, so our annual events, you know, took us all over the U.S. and Europe, uh, as well as the Middle East. Um, prior to um, prior to my time at Franklin, Franklin was really not really doing anything to engage its alumni in the Middle East, um, and so that was a pretty big change. Um, uh, another big area of focus um, was uh, we developed an alumni academic travel program. And for me, this was kind of a no-brainer. Most, most uh, U.S. schools and universities have alumni travel programs. And, you know, given the love of travel at Franklin and given the fact that academic travel is just such a, you know, hallmark to the Franklin experience, uh, we said, you know, we should launch an alumni academic travel program. And so the first alumni academic travel we launched was to, I think we went to Cuba first. Wow. Um, and then I had been to Cuba when I was a student at Franklin during academic travel. So I had like friends there who were able to sort of help, um, help set up the, the trip. We went with the professor and it was, it was super cool. Um, and then we did programs to, we did an alumni academic travel to Jordan. We did a, another one to Cuba. So uh, Greece and Turkey uh, as well. Um, sorry, not, not Greece and Turkey, just Turkey. Um, but yeah, so that, I would say that's something that I'm, you know, very proud of. And the alumni academic travel program um, is still around at Franklin today. So I think that's uh, great to see that that is still going. Um, another... I would say pretty big development during my time was Franklin previously was not engaging with the parents so much. Um, and so, you know, we decided that we would build um, a parent engagement program as well. And, uh, you know, we really believe that, again, you know, Frank, most people don't have a casual relationship with Franklin. I think, you know, the parents, the students, for the whole family, it's usually a very transformative experience and so you know we saw that there was a lot of interest from parents to be more part of the experience to give back in different ways you know whether it was as volunteers you know, helping students find internships um, coaching them in in their job interview skills um, helping you know share about Franklin with other prospective students and families um, or you know giving back financially to Franklin so we built, um, you know, a Franklin parent volunteer organization, um, which still exists today, I believe. And I think that that's, you know, just been a great way to, to bring the community together more. Um, so yeah, it was, it, it was, it was really, it was an amazing job. Um, and not, not an easy job to leave uh, when I left, you know, seven years ago, just because, you know, I love Franklin so much. Yeah, no, that. It's just really cool how much creativity is really involved in all aspects of Franklin. Like 
things aren't created just on a whim. Things are created because there's a need, a want, or a desire, and people fulfill that for people. I really, I like that idea. And okay, this is kind of tangential, but the fact that you went to Cuba for academic travel really sparked my interest. And so now I'm kind of wondering where else did you go for travel during your time at Franklin? Ah, where did I go? I went to Tanzania, uh, Cuba, Peru, um, Russia, and the Baltics. Um, I did an academic travel in Switzerland, which was great. Um, where I think those were the main ones. I can't. I can't remember. <laughs> it's been a while now. So I didn't realize that there was so many travels in the Latin America region. Like that. Mm, yeah. During, I mean, there were a few for a couple of years, and so yeah, I managed to to go on the one to Peru, which was pretty amazing. That is pretty cool. Did you end up hiking Machu Picchu? Or we did. We actually we only did we only did a day hike. We didn't do the seven day. Inca trail hike, but we did it a day hike and it was, it was super cool. That's amazing. And Russia too. That's really iconic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Professor, Professor Schlein, uh, Moscow, St. Petersburg, and then Lithuania, Latvia, Estonia. So yeah, that's- we covered a lot of ground in two weeks. Yeah. I was going to say that's a long, I've heard many a story about Professor Schlein. Um, yeah. Yeah. He was amazing. Um, that's amazing. And so, kind of looking forward a little bit you know what is what is what can we expect from you in the coming years like you mentioned you're thinking of staying in Singapore for a while and you're working at INSEAD and I was wondering maybe like what's next for you but also what do you think is like on the future horizon for alumni engagement in general or with INSEAD yeah so I think um my wife and I, we definitely see ourselves in Singapore for the time being. It's you know, just a wonderful place to live, and especially with all sort of the, all the craziness that's going on in the world around us, uh, still things are, are quite good and quite stable uh, in Singapore, so we're really grateful for that. Uh, and I'm, I'm really enjoying my work and my role at INSEAD. Um, I think that you know, one of the things that I personally think a lot about when, you know, deciding on, you know, where I want to work and what, how long I want to stay with an organization or what types of opportunities am I having to keep learning? What types of opportunities am I having to, you know, engage with really interesting people? And so I would say INSEAD is really, you know, meeting both of those criteria. So the, the alumni of INSEAD are super interesting. The faculty and staff um, are very dynamic um, and I continue to have just a lot of opportunities to grow in new ways. My role has continued to expand, you know, in additional to alumni engagement. I've been very involved with our department's overall digital transformation um, starting in September. In, in addition to overseeing the alumni engagement activities, I'm also going to be overseeing INSEAD's uh, events team. And so, um, you know, lots of, lots of opportunities still for growth here at INSEAD. Um, I think, um, yeah, so I think just, you know, keep growing, keep learning here in Singapore, and we'll see. Um, definitely, uh, I'm hoping to make it uh, back to Franklin um, next May for the big global alumni reunion. That's actually one th- other thing I didn't mention, but one of the things that um, I started when I was working at Franklin as the Director of Alumni and Parent Relations was the global alumni reunion, and so really proud to see that that still continuing and hope to to make it back for that uh next may 
in terms of, you know, what do I see on the horizon for alumni engagement? And I think, again, because Franklin and INSEAD are quite similar, just in, given the fact that our alumni are located all over the world. And I think a lot of the interests of our alumni are quite similar. Um, I think that uh, digital engagement is definitely going to continue to be important and even even more important. I mean, we've at INSEAD, we've really leveraged the pandemic to engage a lot more with our alumni online. And I've seen Franklin, you know, starting to do more of that as well. And I think that's great. And so I think that uh, I would imagine that Franklin will you know, continue to grow their digital alumni engagement. But I think that's super important and definitely, you know, the, the way for the future. Um, but I also think that I think that you can't really replace in person either. And I'm sure, you know, our students who have, you know, spent, you know, a year plus learning online can very much attest to the fact that, you know, in person is not the same as, as online. So I think that in person will remain very important. So I think, you know, doing quite a few events in person, but then, you know, topping it up with some, some digital engagement as well, I think will be important. Um, I think that the whole topic of mentoring will, will, is important and will be increasingly important. I think that as the world continues to change so quickly, um, obviously we all need to keep evolving and changing as well. And so I think that there's just a lot of knowledge and experience that um, is probably still undertapped within the Franklin community that I think you know, we can draw on a lot more. And I think the third area that I would highlight is it sort of links to mentoring as well, but this, this whole concept of lifelong learning. Uh, and I know this is an area that Franklin has started to develop a little bit more as well. And I'm really happy to see that. But I think, you know, Franklin as a university, you know, where is the area that Franklin can sort of create the most value for its alumni? I think it's in, in the area of learning. And I think, you know, we, we can all vouch for, a Franklin education. And so I would really like to see, I think it would you know, be in the universities and the alumni community's best interest to you know, not only organize, you know, digital and in-person social events, but focus more on, you know, how can Franklin continue to help us develop as alumni and support us in our lifelong learning journeys. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those are a couple areas that, uh, I, and, and those are areas that we're focusing on quite a bit at INSEAD and, and I could see Franklin moving in that direction as well. Yeah, no, it's really exciting. And I am super excited for the alumni reunion, global reunion in 2022. I think it'll be really, yes. it's going to be crazy because I feel like it has built its suspense over the year of COVID interference. And so it's going to be very exciting, but thank you so much for being a part of the podcast. It's been a pleasure to get to know a little bit more about you and what you're doing in Singapore. And I hope to see you at the global reunion. <laughs> yes. I hope to meet you in person there as well, Margaret. And I just want to send all of my love to all of the Franklin alumni uh, who I know and who still remember me. Uh, I really, I miss all of you and I hope to see many of you again in person very soon. So keep up the great work and uh, great to see uh, all the great things that are happening at Franklin, including this new podcast series. So well done, Margaret, Tara, team. Cheers to that. Well, I'll be seeing you. Bye. Thank you.